Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. Okay, so this video is, or this podcast episode, is gonna have spoilers all over it. So get used to it. Like, just I'm warning you now. If you are a fan of Scream but have not seen any of, any of the movies or the newer movies, I would not listen to this episode because that's what this we're gonna talk about today. I am going to be bashing a little bit of Screams 5 and 6. So if you are fans of 5 and 6, eh, um, <laughs> this probably isn't for you. Okay, so what this episode is going to be about is plain and simple. I think in Scream 7, or uh, however many of these fucking things are going to make at this point, um, Tara should be the killer. I feel like Tara should be the killer. I'll tell you why. So why while I do think Tara should die in these movies... Um, cause I think, I think Jenny Ortega should have just been, or Jenna Ortega should have just been the first person dead in the last movie or in, in, uh, either five or six because she's Jenna Ortega. Like she's the new it girl in, in Hollywood right now. She's got this, you know, thing going on with her, blah, blah, blah. And that was essentially what she was going to be. It was obvious what she was going to be in Scream 5. But Scream 5 was like, no, we're going to make her sisters to the other girl. And that's what's going to bring the other girl back to Woodsboro. And she's going to be revealed as Stu, or uh, Stu Mocker, um, as uh, Billy's daughter. Okay, whatever. But I think the problem that these films have is keeping her alive. That's my issue. I, well, I think the issue is keeping all of them alive, but keeping her alive specifically. The reason why... Having Jenna Ortega be the younger sister Tara, who everybody cares about, it's making Sam, like, unnecessary in a way. Like, I love Sam. I, a lot of people don't like Sam. I like Sam. Why do I like Sam? Because I feel I feel bad for Sam. I do. I feel bad for Sam because she's the daughter of Billy Loomis. But, and she's having to cope with that, you know? She's having to cope with her dad being a serial killer, not really ever really getting to know him, and now talking to what she thinks is her father. She sees her dad in this really criminal way and so that's how she you know how she feels about him but there's also a dark side to her which I like I mean could it be a family thing possibly considering her grandmother was a killer too but her grandmother only did it to get revenge but it does kind of show you how deep-seated the issues of that family could be I think also that considering she's his daughter Billy Loomis and Billy Loomis was a killer, and his mom was a killer, that at some point, we need to bring his dad back and kill off the father. Because his dad, I did a whole episode on this, I think, before, how his dad, like, got away with basically being the biggest fucking tool and didn't even die. Like, that's such bullshit. He slept with Sydney's mom. He is part of the reason why the mother walked out, and his ex-wife is a killer, his son was a killer, and he just kind of gets to get away scot-free while Sydney is being stalked for like the rest of her life. Great, love that for him. Um, it would be kind of interesting to have that kind of tie in about Billy's dad. Whatever happened to Billy's dad, we still don't know. He still could be out there, possibly. He could have been, you know, he could have been the one that sent the mask to Sam. I don't know, I really don't know. Uh, I doubt it, but I don't know. Anyway, um, I feel like Tara's involvement is pointless to me because I mean, like a lot, and apparently a lot of people in the fandom don't like Sam. I can see it, I kind of get it. I do like her, but I feel like Sam doesn't really get a chance to shine because Jenna Ortega is in the way. And I, I'm not even—I'm not even a really big Jenna Ortega fan. I'm not. A lot of y'all love to, you know, act like she's the be-all end-all. She ain't shit to me. I don't dislike her, but I just don't get it. I—I I, I just don't get it. Anyway, so. I just, I feel like, especially in this movie, she's so angsty. She's just like, oh my God, Sam, leave me alone. Leave me in my life. I don't want to talk about the trauma. I don't want to do the trauma. It's like, sis, 
<laughs> you almost died. Like, you almost died. Your sister came back to protect you because you're clearly not good at protecting yourself. You were even best friends with one of the killers in the movie, which is bringing me to this point of why I think Tara should be the killer and why it would kind of make sense for Tara to be the killer. If we think about it, so Tara was best friends with Amber, right? They were besties. I almost thought there was implication that they liked each other. It, they were very close. So it would make sense if Tara was trying to bring her sister, finding out who her sister was actually related to and bring her sister back into the fold to kind of, you know, kill her and then kind of blame her for the deaths of everyone around her and even her boyfriend. I think that's, you know, there's a chance that Amber and Tara helped Richie kind of connect with Sam. She knows a little bit about her sister. She knows what her sister, maybe the kind of guy her sister would be into and maybe had an idea with Amber to, to conspire to get Richie to become her boyfriend and kind of just like throw it all back in her face. <clears throat> Pretend like she's a helpless sister and then at the very end kill Sam or try to kill Sam. But Sam's got the power of craziness on her side and wants to, you know, and, and is able to be stopped. Um, or stop, stop what's going on, which could still possibly be a plot point, realizing that, oh shit, my sister's actually more tough than I thought, so I can't kill her, or these two, you know, imbeciles weren't able to kill her, so we're gonna try again. She ends up going to New York, where she knew that Sam would come with her, and because Sam is, like, now mama bear protective over her sister, and so now she feels like, well, Sam's gonna be here, I might as well do something else, try again. She ends up rooming with another killer, Quinn. Maybe she knew that Quinn was, you know, planning this whole thing. Maybe she helped orchestrate it and also helped her brother get into the pool with Chad. It would make sense that now both of them are rooming with killers. She might have even been like, you know, do what you want. Don't kill Chad, which is probably why he ended up surviving that kill because he was being stabbed by two ghost face at the same time. How did this man not die? Maybe she decided, maybe at, like after the events of the last film, she felt like there was something there between the two of them and she wanted him to live. She might have nothing against Randy and, and Mindy and might only hate her sister. And so by proxy was like, you know what? Do what you want with Sam. Do not kill these two. Maybe she's saving them for some big grand finale thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Chad is in on it too. It's possible. I, I, don't, I don't really think so, but it is possible. Um, but I, but I definitely do think that there might be something to Tara being the killer in the next film because she's connected to all of the killers in like really strange ways. There was even, I mean, it was, uh, it was, uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name in the last movie? Uh, what's his name? The, the killer in the last film? I just said his name. What was his name? Richie. Um, I was gonna call him Randy. Richie. Um, she even spent a lot of time in the hospital with him because remember, he was the one that was watching over Tara at the hospital and there's scenes of him in the hospital with him being the only one in there with Tara he's obviously one of the killers he could have easily killed her off there if he really wanted to but he chose not to again I'm thinking that Tara is more involved in these killings than it looks like and obviously everyone is pointing at Sam which I think is again part of her plan is to make Sam look like she's this big crazy killer. I feel like it's right in front of our faces. The answer to this thing is right in front of our, fa our faces. And that's why Jenna Ortega is in this movie. And that's why she wasn't killed off. It's because she does have this big kind of Jill arc. Since the Jill arc didn't really work the way that it should have, 
I think we're getting to see this now. And everyone, like, Sam is a clear red herring. Everybody thinks Sam is going to eventually flip, just like they thought Sydney was going to flip. But Tara is the real villain this whole time. It's Tara. She's connected to all of these people. Even, I mean, there's even this, this dialogue between her and uh, the new killer was Ethan in, in the end of the film, like, you know, kind of saying that Ethan was, you know, attracted to her in some kind of way. It's all pointing toward Tara. It just is. They have to go back to Amber's house at the end of the film because there's an inhaler at Amber's or whatever, whatever fucking reason they have to go to her house. It all points back to her. I really believe that Tara is the secret killer in, in these 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 newer installments and she's been helping this entire time to bring Sam back into her life only to kill her for leaving and being the daughter of Billy Loomis. It's the perfect, she's the perfect person to, the, the perfect scapegoat, I should say. Um, I, I really do. I don't, I don't think she's, and that might be the, she, that might make her the final girl. I, I, that's what I think. I think the best way though, for, for Scream 7, a lot of people want Sydney killed off. I don't. I don't want Sydney killed off. I don't think. I, honestly, if I was Nev Campbell, I wouldn't even come back at this point because I think that at some point they're going to kill her, and I would hate that. Do I like? I wouldn't even mind if in the next film Randy. I, I oh not Randy. What is his name? Stu comes back. I wouldn't want Stu. I think Stu's dead. I feel like Six really covered that. He is dead. I'm fine with him being dead, but I know how a lot of studios want to. You know give the fans what they want and bring back Stu. I don't think it's necessary. I, I just don't, especially with Ethan, because Ethan was such a Stu wannabe character. Like, they've always wanted to bring a new Stu back into these movies by making all the, the, the killers crazy. Amber was kind of crazy um, in the last one. Quinn and him were kind of crazy in this one. Like, we don't need another Stu, but like, and after this kid got hit with the TV and killed the TV again, we don't need Stu back. But let's say that's the plot they want to use. Fine. If that's the case and Stu does come back, I would hope that Tara is partly responsible for that. I wouldn't even mind if Mindy or Chad were part of that trio. That wouldn't bother me at all. I just think that it, it, it like, something's got to happen with her, her character for her to still be here. Like, the, the younger sister just wanting to be free of her older sister, you know, first wanting her back, second movie wanting to get rid of her. You know, I just, I just think that there's, there's gotta be more to them than just the Carpenter sisters. Like, I just, I think it's, this is lazy. And so if, I think what would save five and six is if seven reveals that Tara was a secret killer the whole time. If Sam was a secret killer the whole time, I feel like that'd be less impactful. I, I think it makes more sense for Tara just because of how close she's been to all of the killers. Once again, being friends, being best friends with Amber to the point where she thought Amber was gonna get hurt. So she ran to, was gonna run to the house to save Amber. They were clearly besties. Um, having those moments with Richie that, that were probably there that we didn't get to see, but her orchestrating things out with how, you know, bringing Dewey back into the fold, killing Dewey at the hospital, all of these things. It would make a lot of sense if it was Tara. Wanting to take down her sister and then wanting to end Sydney too. That would make a lot of sense. Um, even her hatred towards Gail in number six and her being the one to punch Gail instead of Sam. I think Sam is just the red herring character. And I think it would kind of make you feel bad for Sam too. Like it would bring more characterization to Sam. This girl that you were trying to protect these last two movies 
turns out to be the secret killer. And a lot of people thought that Tara was gonna be the killer in Scream 6 because of a look she gave Sam. We find out what that look was in, in, in Scream 6 and potentially maybe she's seeing apparitions too. Maybe, maybe that's what's happening. Or maybe she's in actual contact with Stu Mocker. So it'd be like one of them is seeing visions of Billy while the other one is actually talking to Stu. That could be, maybe both sisters might be killers in the next one. I don't know. But when it comes to who I think should die in the next movie, like, because Scream 7 needs to open with something big. Scream 5, I'll give Scream 5 this. It had a, a nice opening, kind of. Scream 6 did too with the, the plot kiss, uh, the plot twist, the, the killer thing. But Scream 6 just sucked to me. Scream 5 sucked to me too, to be honest. The last two movies just sucked. There were way too many off-screen kills in Scream 6. Too many. The boyfriend of Quinn, um, the, the body they had to use to fake that it was Quinn's body, Gail's boyfriend, that kill was so stupid. You expect me to believe that was Quinn. You expect me to believe that Quinn had all that strength. Like, I just, I wouldn't even think Ethan had all that strength. I would be like, no, that's the detective. But obviously it wasn't the detective. The, the, the hours between, oh God, that was annoying too. Like, how did they go from it being like bright and sunny about afternoon to like straight up nighttime. Like you were better off having a storm come in and that's what made it dark versus like hours of time passing. That's just really fucking stupid to me. Um, and just a continuity issue, like straight up. Um, what was another one? There was another off story. Like the, the, the bodega kills were and weren't off screen. Like, oh, and then obviously the, was it Jason? Yeah, I think it was Jason, the, the other guy. No, Jason, not Jason, the other boy. Jason's uh, co-conspirator dying off screen. There were like four off screen deaths. And then like, you really didn't get to see what killed Jason, how Jason, like, you know who killed Jason, but you, we don't know what his body looked like afterwards. Same thing goes with, with, the, with the teacher. We know she was slashed a whole bunch of times, but like, it, it was just those things like that that I really hated about Scream 6. I get that it's not supposed to be super, super gory, but it could have been better than what it was. Like, I mean, this is the same franchise that literally cut the fuck out of Drew Barrymore. Like, destroyed her. Like, uh, Jada Pinkett, same thing in the first, in the second movie. Like, ripped her through. Like, these are things that we saw. I mean, even in the Scream TV series, I have to get it, give it credit for that. There were moments in the Scream TV series where a lot of crazy shit happened. And I was like, dude, that's a lot. And, and seeing that in those things and not being able to see as good of things happening in the later installment of the Scream movies is absolutely crazy to me. Like... The Scream series, like one, one thing I'll give it, like there were some cool deaths in that. And we just don't see that in the newer movies to me. Like some of the new, like I guess Scream 5 had okay kills. They weren't great, they were just okay. Um, Scream 6 too. And a lot of the, the characters in Scream 6, I didn't care about. Like the ones that survived were great. I do like Chad. I really have grown to like him a lot. I like the actor that plays him. I do like Mindy. I get it. They're trying to make you care about these characters before they annihilate them in the next film. But it's like the great thing about like the, the original Scream movies, uh, I would say up until four, like, and, and I include four in this, they didn't have to make you see them for several films for you to care. You cared about Sydney from the first film. You cared about Dewey. You cared about even bitchy ass Gail Weathers who cared about these characters from Jump. And you kind of cared about Tatum. You knew she was disposable, but you cared about her. You cared about Casey, who was the first kill. Like in the second film, you cared about Sarah Michelle Gillis' character, but you knew was gonna happen to her. Um, I cared about Jada Pinkett because I grew up with her as an actress. So I cared about her dying and she does. Um, 
you even I would say you cared about Sydney's best friend um, in, in the second film as well, Holly. You cared about you know some Randy. You cared about these characters, and I think in these newer ones, they it's like they they want you to like to grow on them before they just kill them off. And I just I don't know. I like I, I feel like if I see Chad die in the next movie, I'm not gonna care because he's been stabbed so many times that it's like I don't care. Uh, with Mindy, kind of the same thing. Uh, Tara, I don't care enough about. I just, I just don't care about her character. I want her to be a killer. I want the, the whole point of this was to bring um, Sam back and just be like, you ruined my life. You turned my mom into this. You turned my dad into that. And your father's a killer. I hate you. And this is why I orchestrated this whole thing. I got some guy to date you. Uh, me and Amber set that up while she was secretly seeing him, blah, blah, blah. On top of that, I made sure that Quinn roomed with us and that Ethan roomed with Chad to get as much information on us as possible. Like, all of these things would be great in Scream 7. Like, that would make sense to me. It would make a lot of sense that Tara was the secret killer the entire time. And her thing was just to take down Sam and possibly Mindy and Chad too if they ever caught wind of what she was doing. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and then I guess an ultimate showdown. Like, a, a surprise would be her killing off Sam and then going back to the original, which would be Nev Campbell, Sydney, and Sydney taking the taking Tara down and be like, I'm done. I'm done with this whole fucking franchise. Fuck this shit. This shit is over. Because after that, let let it, let it die. We don't need Scream 8, 9, and 10. We just don't need these things. We don't. Like, the Halloween franchise ended. I'm glad that's over. I mean, depending on what timeline you're into, it's, like, number 13 or it's, like, number 4. I don't fucking know. But, like, Halloween ends. I don't get the... the I don't get why people hate Halloween ends. I just don't. Jamie Lee Curtis really sat down and told y'all what she was going to get. You were going to get kind of a, a reiteration of the first one. You were going to get... Um, your horror movie, and then you were going to get the, the, the end of that, the climax of it all. Um, was it the greatest climax ever? No. Um, if anything, it, it made way to make you think there would be another side series, which could still happen. Like, it could still happen. I don't know about Corey, but it could still happen. Um, because the idea, I guess, at the end of it was that, like, the mask is what makes... I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, we might even get a movie where Laurie Strode puts on the mask and she becomes the killer or the granddaughter. It's open for any of those things. I mean, the granddaughter is obviously into some weird ass shit. She knew Corey was a weirdo. She knew someone right with him and she got with him. So who's to say that they wouldn't bring back another Halloween movie where the granddaughter is a killer? Who fucking knows? I don't know. Don't really care. But um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the screen films are just like, like, they're not that interesting as they used to be. I used to really be into these movies. Like, seriously, all the way up until four, I was like, I mean, I like four. I'm not, I'm not saying four is a bad one. That's not where it starts, the badness. Five, to me, is where I was like, okay, all right, whatever. We're going in another direction that's not Sydney. She's basically going to be a legacy character at this point, which is what she was. And then six did the same thing, and except she's not even in it. So, like, in order, I think, to bring, like, fans back into it, make that plot twist happen where it's like Tara's been orchestrating this whole thing. Kind of like, I mean, I, you know what? I, I'm gonna, I dare say that's what's going to happen because Scream 3, if you look back at Scream 3 and you see the things that, um, uh, what's his name, was Roman was doing on his own, we find out that Roman was a part of the whole thing between Billy and Stu from the get-go. And what these newer trilogy, what the newer trilogy is, or the, new, the newer sequels have done, is go back to the originals, right? with, you know, Sam being Billy's daughter, that opening scene that's so familiar to the first scene, except this time the girl survives. Like, 
we're seeing all of these things come back. Screen two, screen six. There's a lot of parallels between the two, even with homegirl pledging Omega Beta, Omega Beta Zeta. In fact, that's another thing to me that makes me think that it's got to be Tara because a lot of the callbacks are because of Tara. The opening scene, just like the Drew Barrymore scene, like even similar things that they're wearing and similar like opening. She's in the kitchen, homegirl's in the kitchen. Um, like I said, in the second film, she mimics Cece going into Omega Beta, Omega Beta Zeta. Like that's another thing. Like, it seems like she's the one that's keeping the tradition of this shit alive. It seems like it's Tara doing this. And so what happens in the third film? We find out that Roman is the killer. Sydney's half-brother, Sydney's half-brother, who was helped orchestrate the first killings. He had nothing to do with two, but he helped orchestrate the killings in the first film. And then here he is taking ownership of it all in the third film. Now, there is like a deleted moment or like an alternate moment in Scream 2 at the very end when Sydney's walking like out of the campus where there was going to be a shot of Ghostface, meaning that it wasn't like, it's not over. That would have had to have been Roman Ghostface, right? So technically, if you want to look at it from that point, Roman was supposed to be an Easter egg all along. And I still think in my in my mind, he is still one of the Easter egg Ghostfaces running around the town of Woodsboro in the first film and just kind of watching how the boys play out. Let's say we take that approach with it. Let's just say we do. And that's what Roman was doing the whole, whole entire time. That would be another parallel to Tara because Tara's been there the entire time. But it's another parallel because if that's the case, let's just say that is for argument's sake, Roman was in the background of all these scenes watching them unfold. Tara's in the center of it all, right? So again, it goes back to making sense that Tara would be a great mastermind. It would really show, like, I mean, it's Jenna Ortega. She's the, the new star of this new trilogy besides Sam. Like, and Sam is clearly the red herring. It's gotta be Tara. That would, I think, definitely make her character, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to say as great as Jill. I think Jill is one of my favorite of the killers. I love Jill. She was able to do in one movie where they're trying to make Tara do in a whole arc. Is what it is. But that would be kind of cool if that was what they were going towards, is making Tara the ultimate villain. By being there, she's Sam's half-sister. Like, Roman was her half-brother. Like, she found all this information, and it changed her, it fucked her life up, which is what's happening with Sam. But... Like, we see that it's happening with Sam, but maybe it's happening with Tara, too, right? Because what we might have is Sam, Sydney, Tara, Roman. That might be exactly what's happening in the situation. Because of what happened with, you know, um, Billy that messed up their mother, right? And so, technically, Sam, like, Sam's decisions technically took Tara's mother away from her. And so I'm sure she would blame Sam for that, right? And in a sense, like... Tara is kind of like Sydney in a way. She's the younger sibling. Her mom, you know, had this really fucked up past that was related to basically things that happened around the, the conception of the elder sibling. There's a lot of parallels between Tara and Sydney, and there are some parallels between Tara and Roman, and same thing for Sam. There's issues between, Sam, like, there are parallels between Sam and Sydney and Sam and Roman. So I think it'd be a really interesting thing at the very end of this whole thing if we find out that Tara is a killer and that maybe at this point she, Sam might become a killer too because of all the shit she's going through. That would be a cool plot twist if the sisters were the killers and the meat twins are like the new survivors if in case Sydney doesn't come back. 
that would be kind of chill. Or if Sydney does come back, that she takes them out of the equation and decides, I'm done with this shit, but I don't want to see Sydney die. I know people think that'd be a really cool opening, and then we go into a screen cult. I don't think we need a cult anymore. I, I'll, I'll tell you why I don't think we need it. It was like, it wasn't done in the last film, but it was, it, it's kind of like, done in the last film. Everyone's very desensitized to what's happening around them. That's how, you know, Mindy was able to get stabbed. Like we, We've had hints at a cult this whole time. I'm fine with the cult if they bring it in. Do I think it's necessary? No. I just don't. Or it could be, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a movie where Sydney just goes after all these fucking guys and just like, I just want to see Sydney just live. I think she deserves to live her life. Everybody wants her to be dead, but it's like, we've now seen a movie without Sydney and what it, and what it does. And to me, Scream 6 was terrible. I know it made a lot of money, but that's because hype. Everybody loves hype trains. And like, Scream is now a hype train. That's what it is. But I don't think these films work without Sydney. And so to see her die off, who's going to be left? Who do we have left? Sam and Tara. Sam and Tara are not that interesting to me to carry the franchise. They're just not. Like, they're just not. Who else is left? Um, Mindy and Chad. Again, I like them. They're not... I, I wouldn't watch a whole, I wouldn't watch the Scream franchise for them. I wouldn't watch it for uh, Hayden Panettiere's character. I wouldn't watch it for, for Courtney Cox's character. Not solely for any of these characters. I would watch it for Sydney. But I think it should end with Sydney. Like, if you kill her off in the final film, like if, if Seven is the final film and you, you open with Sydney dying, which I think would be stupid. I think if you're gonna open with someone dying, it should be Gail. I'm gonna say it. Cause you do need that big opening. It's either Gail or Kirby or one of the Meeks twins, Sam or Tara should be the ones that that are the opening kill. If you need a big opening kill from one of the characters, it should be one of them should not be Sydney. I would hate for it to be Sydney. I get that her part in the story is technically like over, but it's not. Like, cause it all goes back to her mom is what started all of this, right? Billy, the guy she was dating, and, and his crazy killing spree, her brother, is what started all of this as well. So it all does go back to somebody related to Sydney. Like, Sydney's the... I, I don't know. Like, I just... I, I can't imagine Scream without... I don't think it works. Like I said, this last film, I don't think really worked without Sydney. I just... I don't. And that's why it's one of the worst to me. Not because she's not in it. You can make a great film without Sydney being in it. There were, like, there were, there was a chance for this film to be really good. It's just the writing wasn't there and it sucked. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, everything just felt like, what, what am I watching? And that's why it's like, it's not that you can't do a screen without Sydney. It can exist. You don't have the characters to make it work without her. You don't. Like, if she doesn't come back for Scream 7, I feel like Scream 7 is going to be a dud unless you do what I said and make Tara, like, that secret killer and then get rid of those two girls. After that's been revealed, get rid of them too. I don't want to see Sam go, kind of. I, I do have sympathy for Sam, but she's no, she's no Sydney. She's not. None of them are. And maybe they're not supposed to be. Like, you know, be your own person. Like, we're, we're, we're in that world now where it's like, you don't have to be this. You be you and, and that works. But for this franchise, I don't think Sam and Tara are going to be enough. I just don't. I don't think, you know, I don't. I think a lot of people came back for this one just to see what a Scream movie without Sydney would be. And now we know. Now we know what it would be without her. Um, but, like, I, I don't, I don't, I, and I do like this whole boss lady Sydney. I like this whole, like, bitch, I, I'm not here for this. You know, you woke me out of my sleep for what? You woke me out of my sleep for what? 
Cook need to go downstairs and get some cookies, but there's a boogeyman by the fridge. This is what we're doing? Okay, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm strapped. Let's go. Boogeyman don't want to fuck with me. Let's go. Like, that's what... I'm cool with it. She's she's very Laurie Strode these days. She's very much like I'm. Um, but she but you know what? Real talk. Sydney's been that bitch since day one. Because even in Scream Three, she was telling Roman, she's like, "I'm sick of this shit. I'm done." Scream Two, she was like, "I fucking killed your son, bitch, and I'll do it again." Like she really is that bitch. Like in Scream Four, she was like, "I don't know about you, but I feel better." But she's looking at Jill, and that was her own damn cousin. Sydney's not to be fucked with. She's been telling y'all since day one. Don't, I, bitch. I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch that shit for what. But I'll still kill a bitch if I have to. Like, she really is that girl. Like, I'm, you, you can't. You can't. You can't. They try. These other girls try, but they're not Sydney. Gail be trying, but she's not Sydney. Also, too, that, like, Gail's character arc in Scream 6 just sucked to me. Like, y'all, really, she really was out there talking about, I'm done with, with writing these expose things. And I just want to write a story about a great man named Dewey Riley. And then she turned around and, like, fucking just went to shit on everybody. I'm like, how? How? Y'all wrote her to be like she was gonna be better, a better person, and then she went back to being the fuck shit. She went back to doing the same fuck shit as before. Like, did y'all even forget that she wrote that for her? Like, her character arc just sucked in six. She didn't give two shits about her boyfriend. Not two shits. She basically was like, look, I knew he was gonna come back to get me at some point. I was just waiting for it. You were you were basically just a tribute. I knew for a fact they was gonna come after me, and so I had to have some kind of protection. And bitch, that was you. Like you, you did your part. You were more. You, you were no more than a bodyguard to me. And that's really what he should have been. I was like, why didn't they just make him her bodyguard? I know that Angelina or what? Not Angelina, but um, the um Parker Posey character had that in Scream Three, which would have been a good callback to Three anyway. But the fact that they made him her boyfriend and then just killed him off, and she really could give two shits, was like. Great, cool. So Gail really hasn't changed. Gail's still the same bitch from Screams one through four. Love or really one through three. I feel like she was better in four, but like it is what it is. I don't know. Gail's just messy. Anyway, that is gonna be the end of this one. I am done. Um, but I do believe that the best way for Scream Seven to really work, in my opinion, is to make Tara a killer and kind of like make it known that she was a killer the whole time. All right, guys, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for all of your listens, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Also, really quick, I wanted to add uh, something to this episode. I did see a review of Scream 6 uh, from someone a while ago. I forgot who it was. I just didn't care enough. But uh, not that they're, like, a bad person or anything, but, like, they kind of implied that Scream 5 um, was super woke because it didn't kill off any people of color in that movie and that kind of bugged me because i'm like first of all like they did amber one of the killers she's actually like the first person of color killer in the scream franchise um she is asian she might be like mixed but she is asian and so she was actually the first like poc killer in scream so you say that they made it woke they literally made a person of color a killer also like in scream six like what gail's boyfriend dies and he's black he has like no character i don't think he even has a name he gets killed off in that one um and then there's also like it, it just it, like it was weird to hear that because it's like you know the first scream because he's like i guess what he said was like everyone in scream five that dies is a white person i'm just kind of like well white people are generally the main cast of all of the scream films like in the first scream film 
no black person or no person of color dies either. Guess why? Because there's nobody in town. Like, there's only, I think there's only one, like, predominant black character in Scream 1, and that's the news reporter who's in, like, one or two scenes. That's literally it. There might be some black kids sprinkled into the background of the party scenes, but that's literally it. So, other than that, the cast is full of, like, white characters. In Scream 5, we do have a few other characters that are POCs. We do have the Asian cop. There are the mixed kids, the, the mixed black kids of, like, you know, Mindy and, and uh, Chad. And then we have Tara and Sam, who are both Latina. So we do have people of color in that film that survive, but it's also, like, they still get cut the fuck up pretty much most of the movie. Majority of the other Scream films, you know, the casts are predominantly white, so you're going to see predominantly white characters die in Scream 3 I think one of the only characters of color that we had in that was um whatever his name was that uh Tyson is it Tyson Tyson and he gets killed like he gets killed I guess it's Scream 2 only had one black survivor and that was the 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 uh the cameraman that he was the only one everyone else died Jada Pickett's character died Omar Epps character died um her her roommate Hallie died like that was pretty much it and like Majority of the time when there's a person of color in the screen films, it is a black character um, and majority of them do end up getting killed. Um, I think Scream 5 might have, there might have been like um, a Latinx character in one of the screen films. I don't know, um, but like before 5, it's possible. But yeah, the reason why majority of the white characters in the screen films die is because the films majorly feature white characters. That's pretty much it like that's pretty much the reason I hate to tell you I, I I don't know I don't know what you want but like that's that was it so that was just something that I noticed that a reviewer was saying was like screen five was so woke that it only killed off its white cast and I'm like no that's not true also I want to add that like he also pointed out that like oh yeah the killers in six were like these woke white people or these white people that were crazy um newsflash Almost every single killer in this screen franchise is a white person. I don't think there's any agenda really behind that. That's just how it's been since, like, the first film. Be and mainly because majority of horror films feature white characters and white casts. So if majority of the cast that's dying is white, it's probably because... And, and the townspeople are white, it's probably because the killer is white. Like, I, I that's weird to me that, that, that that's even an argument. But anyway, Billy, Stu, white, uh... Uh, Mickey, Mrs. Loomis, white. Roman, white. Uh, Charlie, Jill, white. Um, Richie, white. Amber is the, again, the first person of color to be a killer. I think she's one of the first Asian characters in a Scream film, except for the cop that was also in Scream 5. Um, and then later on, we get uh, Mindy's girlfriend in the sequel, and she ends up dying too. Um, and then we have in Scream 6, all three of the killers are white, except for one. There is another killer who's also a person of color. Um, uh, the guy from Spider-Man. He's in it, too. He's a killer. It's like, it's hard for me to call him a, one of the killers because he was, like, a total subplot character. His his Also, his roommate, who was one of the killers, I don't call him a killer because we don't ever see him kill. And it's even revealed that he's never done the Scream voice or put on the Scream mask before, and he's never killed before. So I don't call him one of the killers. He was going to be a killer, but he ended up getting killed before he actually killed, apparently. So anyway, we've had 
two people of color that were killers in the Scream franchise. Majority of the killers have been white. Majority of the killings have been white. So I don't understand why someone is like, oh yeah, Scream 5 was so woke because it only killed off the white cast. Well, so did Scream 1. Like, that's what happened. Like, so did Scream 1. And again, the, the difference between Scream 1 and Scream 5 is in Scream 5, there was a person of color that was one of the killers. Like, and I guess had they did their job more efficiently, they would have killed off, uh, uh, what's his name, Chad, and possibly Mindy too. But I just, I thought that was just a really weird point to make, was that like, Scream 5 was woke because it didn't kill off any of the, the black or person of color characters. And it's like, there, I mean, technically there were only five of them, and out of the five, four did survive, but everyone else got killed. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I'm missing in five that wasn't like white that got killed. I'm trying to think about all the killings. I didn't like five, so I didn't really care enough. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they're probably right that all the, all the people that got killed in five were non-POC, no, except for Amber. Amber was the only POC um, that was killed in five. But like I said, majority of the cast of five were white characters. I, I don't know what she wants. I, I, I'm, I'm really confused on what she wants. Doesn't the Asian cop die though? Is it ever revealed that he died in that movie? Or maybe he doesn't. I don't remember what happens to his character. I, I don't remember what happens to him at all in, in number five. I thought it was Dave that he died though. I, I know a cop does die, I think, in Scream 5. I don't know if it's him, but I know that like somebody definitely does die. In a, there's a cop or two that, besides the, the sheriff that gets killed in Scream 5. But like going back to what I was saying before, is that like majority of the time when people of color are in Scream or horror movies, they don't survive. Again, in Scream 2, the cameraman survives, but that's because he, he gets the bright idea to get out of town, which is great because Wes Craven really didn't know how to write off his character. Um, Scream 1, it's just the news reporter, but she's barely in the movie. Um, Scream 3, again, I don't think there were really any other black folks on set except for the one black character that's in that film. Scream 4, the black cop dies. And again, there's not very many people of color in the Scream franchise. So to say that it's so woke, that 5 is so woke that it only killed off the white characters is kind of stupid when they made a person of color one of the one of the killers as well. Because say what you want, Amber might be mixed with white and be mixed with white and Asian, but she's still Asian. So she's still a person of color. I don't, again, I don't know what you want, but that's what she is. I, I don't, I don't understand what, what the issue is with this. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to put that side note in there because that really got on my nerves when they were like, oh yeah. I mean, five has, it, five and six, these newer ones definitely have their issues. They are like going woke on a lot of things. I don't think that that was like, we're not going to kill off any people of color in this movie because like I said, Amber gets killed off. I think the, the problem with these newer movies, they needed to replace so many people because they, they weren't a lot of, one, it was like, you know, the first of the newer franchise, but also they needed to replace, you're going to kill off Dewey, you got to find someone who can replace Dewey. Out of all, the, I mean, I, like, I do think that Wes was misused. I've said this before. I do think that the character of Wes was completely misused and there was just no point. And like, he, he was a big name. He probably was the biggest name in Five, even bigger than Jen, Jenna Ortega because he's been in like 13 Reasons Why. He's had a pretty substantial career. I mean, so is she. You know, they're probably neck and neck. He gets stabbed in the neck, but they're probably neck and neck because like him, he's been in a lot of things. So is she. So I would say that I think they were equally, you know, 
yoked at that time um, of, of their popularity because he'd been in a lot of big stuff too. Um, so I think like, but I still think his character was just misused. I was like, what is the point of you? Like, why are you here? Same thing with, with the, the, the sheriff. I felt like she, her, her and his death were annoying to me because they were just misused characters. Killing them both in broad daylight in the same location, one right after the next was ridiculous to me. That was so stupid, but it is what it is. Again, why I don't like five. Five and six have their own issues. I don't think the issue of five was, we're not gonna kill off any POCs because that's how woke we are because they always die in movies. I don't think that was the case. I think that you, they made Randy's like twin, you know, nephew and niece survive because again, they needed those characters to move up the franchise. They needed more, you know, characters in that story. Sam and Tara, like, you know, that again, that's just my argument. I could be wrong. But again, because homegirl uh, Amber is a POC and is one of the killers, she dies in the film. She's one of the killers. I don't think it was just, we're going to kill off all these white characters because killing white people is cool and killing people of color is not cool. I don't think that's what was happening. Because if that was the case, then wouldn't Six follow suit and do the same thing? And they didn't. They did not. They killed people of color. In fact, they made one of them, the black guy that was seeing Gale, completely useless in that movie. Because you only see him for a few seconds. He doesn't say much. And Gale even treats him like he's doesn't he doesn't matter. Like he was a completely he was a completely thrown away character, which is honestly a shame. I hate how they use his character in this. Like it's great that Gale moved on, but it, she clearly gave two fucks about the guy. She cared more about dead Dewey than this dude. I hated that. Like I just hated his whole his whole character arc in that film <laughs> was a complete waste of time. I hated that. I just I just hate it. But anyway, that's the end of this. I I'm gonna wrap up for now. And I again I, I go back to saying I think the way that Scream can move forward with Seven. I don't mind the cult idea. I don't mind many of the ideas. I hate the idea of killing off Sydney. And I would love to see Tara become the new big bad of this three part of the franchise. If they are going Ryan Johnson, Star Wars, you know, Last Jedi kind of kind of theming for this, then it would make logical sense for her to become the bad guy. I think I think that it would. Like either her or Sam. But again, I don't I don't think we need to see Sam as the bad guy. We've seen her dress up like her dad now. We've seen her use her dad's knife. So I don't think we need that to be the next step. If the only the, the big plot twist would it for would it the God would for it to be Tara. Said what I said. I'm ending this piece.